Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. And welcome to a New Year's edition of TC Live New Year, new season, same starting destination. They say not to worry about the world ending today because it's already tomorrow in Australia. The fireworks going off in Sydney as we celebrate the start of 2022. And that means the third edition of the ATP Cup. 16 countries divided into four groups in two separate venues in Sydney, Australia. These matches will launch the 2022 tennis year coming up at the top of the hour on Tennis Channel. It is Group A, headlined by Chile and Spain. Roberto Bautista Agut taking on Christian Garin. And then these matches from Group D, Argentina and Georgia. You'll see that on Tennis Channel Plus. Diego Schwartzman battling Nicolas Basilashvili. We are moments away from the new season as we welcome you back into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Happy New Year's Eve. Steve Weissman, Taylor Townsend on the comeback this year, but yes. back with us to start the new year. Happy New Year and coach to the stars, Paul Anacone. It's great to be back with uh, you all. So good to be back with you guys. And notice how you didn't say, and Paul on the comeback. <laughs> that was very wise. You're continuing your coaching <laughs> yeah. of Taylor. For, uh, Taylor, speaking of Taylor, when, when, when can we expect you back on the court? Drum roll. <laughs> no, <laughs> April. I'm so excited. I'm uh, hopefully going to be starting in Charleston. So okay. I'm, I'm very pumped for that. And it's been a long journey, but you guys, it's here. Well, as much as we love to talk with you, it's going to be so much fun to talk about you when you get back on the court. There Looking forward to it. Great to start off the year with both of you all. Uh, as we take a look at our biggest storylines entering 2022, there's a lot to discuss. Taylor, what are you looking for? I cannot wait. I want to see who's going to be the breakout star of the WTA. We had Emma Raducanu. We had Layla Fernandez. We had Barbara Kuchikova. We had Annette Contevi. It's so many women that are here and that are making their statement. But I want to see who's really going to break out, but also who's going to stay. And secondly, the veterans. Coco Goff is now a veteran in the tennis world's opinion. And Naomi Osaka, who has won a couple of slams, are they going to be able to get back on the horse and really kind of dominate the way that they have been in the last couple of years. Yeah, we got to see a lot of it. If one of them does it, is someone going to stay there or is it going to be someone's going to go back and forth? Because we haven't seen anyone really dominate on the WTA tour lately. Yeah, I agree with you. Definitely. I mean, Serena has been one of those players that has been so consistent. And then we had, you know, the sporadic, but I feel as though Bianca Andreescu kind of started that where it was like, where did this person come from? She won the 2019 U.S. Open. And then ever since then, we've had a new person over and over again. So I'm really looking forward to see who's going to be that person to break through, but also who's going to stay. And we'll see if Ash Barty can stay at the top nice. of the W. I mean, three years running yep. as world number one. Paul, what are you looking forward to? You know, so many different things as we were talking about this before the show. But for me, it's been about a decade and a half that we've been talking about Roger and Rafa and Novak and when are they going to get old? Well, Roger's trying to recover. Uh, Novak, we don't know what's happening with right now. And, and Rafa's getting over COVID. So 
I want to see if someone can jump on the tails of what Daniel Medvedev did by winning the U.S. Open last year. Sitsipas got to the finals of Roland Garros. Uh, Zverev's been knocking at the door, won the tour championships again this year. So let's see if the next gen is the now gen in 2022. I think that could be the case, Paul. We've got seven of the top ten players in the world at the ATP Cup in Sydney. None of the big three, Stefano Tsitsipas said. It, it's going to be like this in a few years' time, so get used to it. New reality, taking a look at Group A, Paul. The winners of the four groups advance to the semifinals. You've got the 2020 champs in Serbia, but... No world number one, Novak Djokovic. Yeah, no Novak. And you're going to see a bunch of these teams with a star or a known name. And then you're going to see some folks that probably are playing challengers or maybe even less. But it's always tough when you get down to that fourth team, the Spaniards, right? Even when they go three, four, five, six deep, they have so many great players. And you look at those two veterans uh, right there, Carreño, Busto, Bautista, Agut, they're going to be tough to deal with. It's going to be a fun week of ATP Cup tennis. No Rafa Nadal for Spain either in group detailer as we take a look at these names. Argentina, likely the only country where you recognize their top two players. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to these matches because Hubie Herkosh had a great year. Tissi Posh had a great year. Balazvili ended the year at Indian Wells doing so well. But, I mean, I love to watch when these guys come out at the beginning of the year and we get to see what they've been working on during offseason. So I feel as though this is a time where the matches are a little bit more level because everyone's fighting nerves. They haven't played matches. So we're going to see how everyone deals with these situations. But I'm calling Argentina in, in Group D. That's a good call. Winners of A and D play each other in the semifinals. Over in Group C, we were looking at this earlier, Paul, and, and we said this has got to be the group Boy. of death. This is brutal. You look at those eight names up there. There are so many highlight reels between those eight players. It's eight deep on that screen, plus the other teammates on each of the teams. This is going to be a brutal, brutal group. I just wonder if whoever gets through here isn't going to be exhausted by the level of play to play well in the semifinals. It is going to be fun to watch Group C go at it this week. Three of those teams with two players in the top 25 and then Group B. Russia is your defending champ, but... They only have Daniil Medvedev, Andrei Rublev, Aslan Karatsev, both testing positive for COVID, Taylor. Yeah, I mean, Medvedev is kind of like the LeBron of Russia where everyone <laughs> they're, they're looking for him to make miracles happen, but he's only one person. And that Italy team is very strong. Berrettini finally being healthy and able to play some of his best tennis. I'm looking forward to this, guys. But, I mean, I don't know how much Medvedev can really do. I mean, he's he does magic, but I don't know how much magic he's got. We'll see if he plays doubles as well for Team Russia. It's all on his back. Let's hear from the players in the ATP Cup starting with Greece's Stefano Tsitsipas. For us, ATP Cup, it means a lot because we get to play against these countries that we don't usually get to to play in Davis Cup events. And for each and single one of us representing Greece on, um, on an ATP Cup level, it just means a lot. I know people are here to watch good tennis. It's not only about me here, but uh, we're here as a team and we're trying to win. Uh, last year, we made it to the semis, I think beating two very good teams in Canada and Serbia, uh, beating the defending champions in Serbia. Um, that was very good, but I think, um, yeah, everybody has to play their part in this team, whether we're on the court or outside the court. If it's possible, the team is even stronger this year. So for sure, our aim is like to to get the title. I, we know it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a tough job. Every match is going to be difficult, but uh, we believe that we can do it. 
Well, we'll see. Last year, it came down to Russia and Italy. It was Daniil Medvedev who beat Matteo Berrettini 6-4, 6-2, after Andre Rublev beat Fabio Fonini. And Russia, the champs, by the way, about a month ago, they won the Davis Cup as well. But now, as we mentioned, it is only Medvedev. Everyone else ranked outside the top 150. So we heard from the Italians. They've got two guys in the top 10, Paul. Who are your favorites to win the ATP Cup? Boy, it's tough. Uh, you know, for me, I think Taylor summed it up. We don't think Medvedev is LeBron. He's going to have to be if they think that they're going to win. But I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. I'm going with the Team USA. Okay. I'll tell you what, I, I think Taylor Fritz had a great ball. I expect him to play well early this year. Mike Russell's working with him. Mike Russell's a captain of the team. John Isner. Always so difficult to beat as well. Brandon Nakashima, they got the veteran Rajiv Ram on their team. I think some really good chemistry. The courts are playing quick down there, so Team USA is my pick. Paul. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Italy, only because they have such solid guys. Berrettini, when he's playing his best and when he's healthy, he's such a tough player to beat. And these guys, they all have such solid games. Not really a lot goes wrong, you know, but they all have to fight nerves. Like I said, they're having to get used to playing these matches. They're playing quicker. The courts are playing quicker, which is great for Berrettini. He's able to come in, use that big serve and forehand, and it's great for center with his big ground strokes being able to get the ball deep and push his opponents back. So I'm calling Italy on this. That's a good, you know, I don't mind. Taylor was afraid <laughs> to really contradict me, but you did it very politely. But most importantly, Steve, yeah. did Berrettini win the best dressed in Italy? Wasn't he in some best dressed list? GQ, that, yeah. He, he's did he the, win? He's the man. I don't know if he won overall. I mean, all but the, did he win? Or is he first runner up or lucky loser? Or what happened? <laughs> what, does he get a trophy? What does he get with that? Do we know? I think he gets some extra Parmesan. Okay, there you go. That's good. Sign you know. me up for that. <laughs> some extra olive oil. All, all of that good stuff. <laughs> Italy, their lowest ranked players, Fabio Fonini. They're brutal. And they're, he's 37. They're, they're so brutal, I like the homer team. call. You want to go Team All USA, right. but I got to go with Tay right here. Yeah, the Team, team Italy very on paper sweet about right it. now. She didn't have to go. Paul, come on. Paul, seriously. <laughs> we are less than a half hour away from live tennis right here to kick off the new season on Tennis Channel Plus. Here, Taylor and Paul's and my New Year's resolutions. 2022 will preview that North American battle. Team USA against Team Canada and see how some of the WTA stars have been getting ready for the new year. Plus, one of these superstars planning to play the Australian Open. The other has not confirmed yet. We've got the very latest on Rafa Nadal and Novak Djokovic. You're watching TC Live on New Year's Eve. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Taylor, Paul, Steve back on TC Live. And one of the biggest questions entering the new year, will Novak Djokovic defend his title at the Australian Open and go for his 21st major title, breaking a tie with Nadal and Federer? We do know he will not be in Sydney for the ATP Cup. Djokovic is still on the Australian Open entry list. We don't know if he's vaccinated. To play, he needs to be either vaccinated or granted a medical Exemption. So as we enter our tennis topics, first one of the new season, what should we read into the fact that Novak Djokovic pulled out of the ATP Cup? Paul, does that mean we don't think he's going to play the Australian Open? 
Look, I'll be really shocked if he's not there. Uh, we know the complexities of everything that's going on, not only in tennis, but in the world with COVID of what it's done, but everything that Tennis Australia and the, ten and the Australian government have tried to do is to make this event happen. I think Novak knows what needs to be done. Um, the medical exemption thing is something you can look at. And look, if he wasn't gonna go, would we be seeing this today in Marbella on a blue court with Australian Open tennis balls? I don't think so, but that's just me. What do you think, Taylor? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that it's kind of a twofold. Yes, there are a lot of things that the players have to do in order to be able to play in Australia, but Novak totally burned himself out at the, at the end of last year. I mean, he played so many matches. He played so many events trying to beat that record that I think he was just so tired when he got to the final. He was totally gassed. So I feel like he's the type of player he knows that he can play at a high level. He can go into a Grand Slam and use those early rounds to work himself into the tournament. He probably didn't really feel like it was necessary to play ATP Cup so that he can be fresh for the Australian Open, have his legs under him, and to be able to get that title and hopefully uh, beat that record. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I agree with Paul that I would be shocked if I don't see him there. Yeah. Why? Because as we enter 2022, this is the all-time list. It oh, goes 20, These guys are 20, wait 20. Wait a second. I mean, this is how it is right now. And for him to pass up an opportunity, he's Paul. He's won Australia once or twice. Nine <laughs> times he's uh. won. His, nine of those 20 have come in Melbourne. How can he not go? No, I'll, I'll be surprised. The only reason he won't be there is because of the medical issues. And it seems like he's either, it's pretty simple. He's either going to be vaccinated or get an exemption. And uh, I would be hard-pressed to imagine he's not trying to get that exemption as we speak if he's not vaccinated, but uh, he's kept that private as uh, everyone's entitled to do. So we will find out very shortly. So he's won nine times there. Rafa Nadal just won. It's the only major that he's won only one oh time, only, only one time once. of his 20. But guess what, Taylor? Don't tell anyone. Shh. Here I am. We, your secret <laughs> is safe with us, Rafa. He's in Melbourne. I love it, and and it's great to see him healthy. I mean, I know that he was getting over COVID, but it's amazing. And, and the big three have blessed us with such amazing tennis over this last decade and a half. But like Tissipas said, you know, they are getting older, so it could be a little bit few and far between to see them all together at events over and over and over again. But his secret is safe <laughs> no, yeah. we, we, won't, we won't tell anybody, we I promise. We, yeah, the interesting thing about Rafa is his mentality, I think, is a little different because historically he has been a repetition player. He, he builds his comp confidence up by playing a lot of matches. He's not going to be able to do that this year. Um, he was in, uh, in Doha uh, playing the exhibition a few weeks ago, I'm sorry, in Abu Dhabi, and did get COVID, got a couple matches in. But he needs matches, likes matches, so it's going to be a little different approach for him this year when he gets down to match play in Melbourne before the Australian Open. He needs a few matches to build the confidence up. But the best thing about Nadal is his average level pretty darn good. So he's entered in the Melbourne 250 mm -hmm. ahead of the Australian Open, but we haven't seen him play a tour level match since the City Open Ooh, back Washington. in August. We've got live tennis for you coming up here at the top of the hour. Pablo Carina Busta is getting ready to go. ATP Cup about to start. We'll take a look at Team USA with a new number one player when we come back.
Annika and Townsend Weissman back on TC Live. Top of the hour. It is our 335th day of live tennis production in 2021. More live sports than any other network in the world. 335 days. It kicks off top of the hour right here on Tennis Channel. Tabio taking on Pablo Carina Busta. But of course, it is 2022 in Australia where these matches are going on. It's New Year's Eve. It's the time for New Year's resolutions. What are we going to do better in the next year? Taylor, what's your New Year's resolution? Well, I have two. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> well, then. <laughs> my first one, which is my serious one, is um, obviously I'm going back on court in April, which I'm very, very excited about. It's been an incredible journey getting back. So I can't wait to be back on court and someone else's butt in this chair <laughs> talking about me on the other TC, yeah. not this TC, but the TC it equals the tennis court, okay? Or CC. Love that. Center, Center court. court. That's where Love you'll it. be. Love it. And then my second one is to get Paul Anacone and Jimmy Arias to do a TikTok with me. Oh. So I'm saying it <laughs> on live TV so everyone hears it. So now he can't shy away from me. So those are my two. Steve, you've already done it. Yeah. You're already down with it. We, so. we can get Paul in like today or tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know about Jimmy. He's but those not. are the two because he's, he's a tough nut to crack. <laughs> he is. Paul, your, your resolution? Um, you know, my, mine's a little different because the last couple of years has brought a lot of introspection. And taking a look at this right here, um, I'm trying to look at life through a broader lens and uh, trying to be more thankful, more appreciative. All those meatballs right there, my beautiful bride cooks for the homeless every week. She made pasta for a hundred homeless today. Our friends and neighbors, they're like family. Kevin and Jermaine were masked up and they were making pasta. We were making sauce um, and to give back. And so if I can follow in my lovely wife, Elizabeth's footsteps and look through that wide lens, be thankful, help others, then uh, I think I'll be a better person and I'll be happier. So I'm, I'm gonna shoot for that. That, that's beautiful, Paul. And, and by the way, yes, Elizabeth, well, well done there. Th those meatballs look absolutely amazing. Oh, and the last thing is, yeah. uh, E, please save a couple of those meatballs for me. <laughs> so for everybody tomorrow, please br bring some of those in. And, and along those lines, my resolution, somewhat similar to that in, in the arena of being thankful. I saw this on social media. It really resonated with me. It's begin every day with a mentality of I get to as opposed to I have to, because a lot of times we dress our opportunities as stress when they are in fact blessings. So I get to, as opposed to I have to. Love it. A lot of blessings out there. All right, we've got a big matchup coming tomorrow. It is Team USA oh. against Team Canada. Your guy there, Taylor Fritz, the new US number one entering 2022, Paul, taking on Felix Oje Aliasim. We got here pretty early. We've been practicing, uh, trying to get as much time on the stadium courts as possible, because uh, two different stadium courts. And uh, we're excited, you know, we finished last year pretty strong and we're looking to come up against Canada um, Sunday and we feel good about our team and everybody's fired up. It's really cool that the whole um, groups and everything kind of came out like early December or so. I've spent this whole off season kind of knowing my first three matches of the year, which is pretty cool. So uh, yeah, obviously three really tough matches, but I've been playing really well and um, I'm looking forward to it. Certainly a challenge. I mean, our, our group as a whole is, uh, is very tough. Good players all the way down the board, singles, doubles, you name it. So we're a confident group here. We have a lot of good players and 
mix of old, <laughs> ancient over here on this side of the table and uh, young over there, and yeah. we'll see what we can do. <laughs> old and new, I, listen. I love that, it was good. Hockey, old. curling, poutine, apologizing. Canadians have generally had the edge in those categories, <laughs> historically. But tennis, what's going on here? I mean, on paper, Canada, the favorite entering this matchup. I'll tell you, it's rough. When you when you look at Shapovalov and Oje Aliassime and how good they have played and how fast they're maturing, forget their uh, their age that's written, uh, what they're doing inside and what they're feeling, especially Oje Aliassime. I think he's done a great job. Shapovalov playing better tennis. So it's brutal. And then you look at Leila Fernandez, right, the U.S. Open. Canada is, uh, forget hockey, Steve. It's all about <laughs> tennis now, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it seems that way. What, what do you make of Team USA's chances at the ATP Cup against? Canada with Shapovalov and Felix Ojealiassime. I mean, the team is unreal. Both of these guys, I mean, both teams are very, very good. Ojealiassime has been sort of inching his way slowly to the top 10, top five, but he has really, really shown us how mature he is and how professional he is on the court. I mean, we've kind of always wondered, you know, Shapovalov, they've come up at the same time. We've wondered, you know, is Ojealiassime really going to break through? But he's shown that he can and he has. And Taylor Fritz has been playing some unbelievable tennis. Brandon Nakashima is another one that has really broken through. And Isner, we know we're going to get with him. We know we're going to get with Rajiv Ram. So I'm looking forward to watching these guys play. But it's a tough situation because they know each other's games. They know what's coming, but you have to battle the nerves. You have to battle having not played matches, coming off of offseason, where you're trying to implement the things that you've been working on over the last couple of months. So it may not be pretty tennis off the bat, but I'm looking forward to watching it. Doubles could be the difference. Isner, Rom, that, that could push Team USA over the top. We'll see. TC Live once again tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, followed by... Team Canada, Team USA right here. Time for now the social net. Speaking of what players have been doing in the offseason getting ready, uh, we haven't seen Naomi Osaka on court, Taylor, since the U.S. Open. It looks like she's training in the batting cages. <laughs> I mean, little lefty swing there. I mean, whatever you got to do to get your reps in, that's what you have to do. But, I mean, I'm impressed. A righty backhand, her lefty forehand looks pretty good to me, but this is always something that I wanted to do. She's inspiring me to get out there and try something I've never done before. For great contact, I'm going to date myself here, but Huska, Mark Huska, our producer will know this. A little Rod Carew-esque. Just really good contact. Get the ball and you know, play just a flat axe swing. and Just really good contact. Get on base and make it happen. I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing here. All right, so Naomi Osaka, she'll be in Australia. And, of course, you know, she's using baseball to get ready. How about Look at this. Belinda Bencic <laughs> on the ice? I mean, she looks like she could play for the Swiss national team. Definitely. She looks like she knows what she's doing. And if that was me, I'd definitely be flat on my butt. I've never ice skated before. And she's making it look easy. I, she always uses ice skating to train. I've seen her a couple years ago on this machine where she was just gliding over and over again. So, I mean, you have to find fun ways and innovative ways to train. And this is definitely one of them. Yeah, look at the technique. It looks <laughs> so solid. Like yeah. she's ready for an NHL game. I mean, just impressive stuff. She's ready to check everyone into the boards. <laughs> Come tennis season time. And then we got Victoria Azarenka, who uh, uh -oh. apparently is using climbing uh -oh. to off-season train. And this, uh, this is, I don't know, what do you, how do you rate this, Taylor? How, how's her <laughs> climb over the fence? So this is actually giving me PTSD because I have a gash on my wrist. <laughs> I do too. From trying to jump a fence. And I, I didn't have anything to put over the bob wire, so I had to yeah. use my hat. And it slipped and it like slipped my wrist. So 
Uh, she's definitely lucky that there's not anything <laughs> sticking out of the top because she would have definitely been in a lot of pain. Good but, teamwork. Hey, good, yeah. you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, good teamwork there. <laughs> I, I like that. I like the creativity. I, very measured. In yeah. terms of, I, I have a massive gash on my right forearm from climbing a fence when I was younger. So good job, Vika. You gotta gotta be safe out there very in well these off-season streets, right? Impressive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, live tennis is coming your way very shortly here. The opening ceremony from Sydney, Chile, and Spain. Roberto Bautista Gut getting ready to take the court later tonight. The ATP Cup, third edition. It's a new season on Tennis Channel. Back on TC Live. The tennis world in Sydney ahead of the ATP Cup. The third edition gets underway. 16 different countries and we've got four of them in action tonight. Moments away from the start, Paul. Uh, we've got some big time matchups, including Georgia and Argentina. For the Argentines, you mentioned they've got two players that are pretty highly ranked. One of them, Diego Schwartzman, taking on Nicolas Basilashvili. What do you make of this matchup? I get to watch good oh, tennis. See? Yes. You, you don't have to learn to do that. It is a blessing. I That's get to awesome. watch some great tennis. Now I'm really excited to watch these guys play. Diego Schwartzman, let's see if he brings out some of his moves. And Balashvili, you know, he ended the year so well, you know, playing great tennis. He's always been a really great player, just very streaky, up and down, but He's a very good player, and I'm looking forward to watching these guys play and honestly see what Diego Schwartzman has implemented into his game over this offseason. I mean, we already know he's very good off the ground. He's very quick. But what else can he do to maybe put, make some more pushes and put some more pressure on his opponents? I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a tricky one for Schwartzman because Basilos Vili takes a racket out of your hands. So much power. We saw him play such great tennis game in the finals at Indian Wells just a couple of months ago. Sometimes you're at the mercy of his power, but if anyone can nullify it, it is Diego Schwartzman, one of the best in the business, returning second serves, playing from neutral in rallies. He's going to have to do both of those things well today. And as Taylor mentioned, the most interesting part about all this, the start of the year, you really don't know exactly what you're going to get from the players. What are the nerves going to be like? What have you done in the offseason? Do you feel ready to execute your game? Is there doubt? Do you believe? So there's a lot of stuff that's going on uh, behind the eyes, and it's not just about forehands and backhands out there. And for a lot of these players, you got to start right out the gate <laughs> against another big-time player. It's like the Daytona 500 of tennis. You start with the big stuff early ATP Cup. We are just moments away from kicking off the 2022 tennis season. Alejandro Tabio, Pablo Carino Busta, have a happy and healthy new year, everyone. We'll see you once again tomorrow right here on TC Live. It's tennis after this.